Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. What the hell are you doing here? From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelly keeps you in the Jersey no. And welcome to Wednesday night in New Jersey. Steve Trevelisse hanging with you till 11 o'clock tonight. Trevi is coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Giving away four pack of passes to the New Egypt Speedway. Salute to our veterans 40 this Saturday. Uh, 7 p.m. A salute to our veterans 40 at the New Egypt Speedway. Uh, pit gates open at 4. Grandstands open at 5. Get all the info at NewEgyptSpeedway.net. Sad day today. Uh, Tina Turner passed away at the age of 83 after a long illness. And uh, I didn't realize, I, I know she was 83, but I don't think of 83 as being old anymore. I know it sounds odd, right? But when you see like Paul McCartney's touring at 82, Ringo's touring at 83, there's so many rock and rollers um, who continue to work. We had uh, Vince Martell on. He's pushing 80. Uh, last week from Vanilla Fudge. And, you know, there's like there's being in shape and there's being in a rock and roll shape. And some rock and roll is Bruce is 73, right? Go on forever. And he continued to perform. And with Tina Turner, oddly enough, I never thought of Tina Turner as being old, even though she was 83. You know, uh, and a lot of rock and rollers, I guess you could say that too. You know, guys, they continue to work. Frankie Valley is 88 years old and he's still out doing shows. So when you think of it, uh, you don't think of like one day, she's going to be this old lady sitting in the rest home when I was young. No, because she lives life right up until the very end. So uh, Tina Turner, salute. And I go on Facebook and you see a lot of uh, a lot of my old radio friends in their younger days with pictures from Tina Turner. Uh, you know, the number is 1-800-283-101.5. If you're a Tina Turner fan, uh, if you want to say anything about Tina Turner, uh, I'd love to hear it. You could do that all night long. I saw the biography um, that pretty much ended like last week. Because she had done so much. It was the Ike Turner days. Then there was the solo days. Then they, you know, the book. Uh, they did a Tina Turner play, a Tina Turner movie. Uh, it was like I was waiting for the next Tina Turner project to come out. Um, but now, uh, 83 years old. After a long illness, uh, Tina Turner passes away. So anything you want to say, I'm here. Uh, in New Jersey... Uh, we talk about gun control and we talked about concealed carry and all that. How about we talk about somebody shooting at somebody on the road in New Jersey? A Somerset County man charged with attempted murder after a shocking road rage incident during rush hour. Uh, Gerald Chapman, uh, 39, not a, uh, you know, of Somerset, was driving in Franklin around 4.50 on Friday. 
According to the prosecutor's office in Somerset, he drove northbound on Easton Avenue. Chapman tried to merge in front of another vehicle just before the exit on 287. But the other driver, who was also from Franklin, wouldn't let him merge into the lane. The driver told detectives there was just no room to allow the merge. And then, you know, in Jersey, like sometimes, like other states, yeah, good, get in. Jersey, the hell you will. And you always get those a-holes who won't let you. But this guy said, no, there's just no way he could do it. So Chapman gets frustrated and slaps the victim's passenger side mirror. And the victim got out of their car to check the damage. And next thing you know, Chapman pulled out a gun, shot twice at the other driver, struck their vehicle, according to prosecutors, and then drove off and the victim called Franklin police. Took place a mile away from Chapman's home in Somerset. And uh, local and county detectives, with the help of the local FBI office, investigated, identified him as a crazed armed driver, turned himself in, charged with first-degree attempted murder, second-degree firearm possession for an unlawful purpose, and he's being held at Somerset County Jail. So uh, what we learn from this is when you're out on the road and uh, the other guy freaks out, you never know what's going on with that other guy. You never know what's inside his head. But have you ever been involved in a road rage incident here in New Jersey? Nothing may be that drastic, but have you ever been involved on either end of a road rage incident? Have you ever been the victim of road rage where somebody has uh, tried something with you? Or have you ever been so mad that you went after somebody else? Love to hear those stories. 1-800-283-101.5. You can speak with total anonymity. We're not going to tell anybody. Uh, and what are the things, too, that would drive you to road rage in New Jersey? It's, I hate when people drive slow in front of me. Uh, left lane, right lane, I don't care. I hate when people drive slow in front of me. I got a comfortable speed that I want to drive at. And uh, when you're in front of me and you're doing that and you're, you're going slow, it drives me crazy. I don't pull out guns or anything. I just, I just sarcasm you to death. But have you ever been involved in a road rage incident? How did it work out? Is there a point where you realize that you're in over your head? Or is there a point that you realize the, the situation has escalated to a point where you're no longer comfortable? And what do you do? How do you handle it? You know, people get in cars and they feel like uh, they've got this you know, this weapon, this metal around them, and it makes them, it gives them power. It gives them testosterone that they wouldn't normally have. And I'm looking at the picture of this guy. This guy don't look like there's a lot of testosterone going on in this. Uh, this guy looks <laughs> weird when you look at the picture on nj1015.com. But uh, give me your road rage story. Where were you? What happened? What caused the problem? How far did it go? How far did it escalate? And uh, what did you do to get out of it? 1-800-283-101.5. If you're the victim of road rage, I want to hear from you. What happened? You know, if you're driving in the left lane and somebody's behind you and you see that they want you to get out of the way, why not just get out of the way? Why do you have to continue to annoy them by going slow? Would it kill you? You know, there is a code on the road. And you don't know what the story is in the car behind you who's trying to get you out of the way. Maybe he's got to get to the hospital. Maybe it's an emergency. I mean, that's one thing. 
And there's no excuse ever to pull a gun, of course, no matter how mad you get. And people will say, well, you see what happens with a concealed carry? No, that would prevent things like that. Responsible gun owners wouldn't do that. But now we got a Somerset County man charged with attempted murder in a road rage incident in New Jersey. So have you ever been involved in a road rage incident in New Jersey? How far did it get? 1-800-283-101.5. Divorce is never easy. So when you need to sell your home, call Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage. He has buyers lined up to get your home sold fast and for more money than you thought possible. When sellers in Woodbridge were going their separate ways, they turned to Rob and his team to get their home sold so they could move on. At least that part would be easy. Rob's incredible marketing options triggered 109 showings, multiple offers in just 22 days on the market, getting the home sold for $385,000, which was more than $35,000 over the list price. When the home sold and extra money to boot, this was one less thing the sellers had to worry about as they parted ways. Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage does more than put a sign in your yard. He has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. So call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. Or Google Rob Sells NJ and start packing his fast trap every 15 minutes on New Jersey 101.5. This summer, take a shortcation. New Jersey 101.5 has given you a free Jersey shortcation to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. This is the last week to listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on a New Jersey 101.5 app to win your Jersey shortcation. There's three winners every day this week. Thanks to our sponsor, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Book your summer escape today at HardRockHotelAtlanticCity.com. This is the last week you could win a free shortcation. Good luck from New Jersey 101.5, where people get angry on the road and they shoot at people. Uh, have you ever been involved in a road rage incident? Maddie's in Stockton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Maddie. Hi, Steve. Long-time listener. You're the best. Oh, you're the best. Thank you. I will, thank you. I was traveling north on 31. It's a one-lane divided highway. It was ra- raining out, and I wasn't going fast enough for the guy in back of me, and he kept p- putting his brights on me. So I stopped. Well, not all the way stopped, but stopped pretty short, and he just kept it up and followed me all the way home. So what, all the way home? All the way home. I lived in Glen Gardner at the time. Right. And he followed me all the way home. And what I you, sat in my car. Uh-huh. I locked my doors. And I prayed. Did he eventually go away? Yes. Oh, man. You should have called the Did I you, did you call the cops? I never got out of my car. No. Next time that happens, you have a cell phone. Yes. Next time that happens, call the cops. Call the cops while it's going on. Say, listen, this guy's up too close. I'm, I'm nervous. They'll come right behind him and make sure everything's okay. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to go. Sure, you don't have to go through that. Maddie, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You ever been followed? You know, that's the thing. Like, when you're involved in a road rage incident... Uh, you know, first of all, I want to hear your story. 1-800-283-101.5. What are the things on New Jersey roads that give you road rage? And what do you do? What do you have in your car? Do you have anything? Do you keep anything just in case you're involved in a road rage incident? Do you have like a weapon under your seat 
just in case. Imagine this, right? This all starts. You won't let the guy in front of you. You, The guy, you can't. Even if you wanted to, you can't. So the guy can't get in. And next thing you know, he slaps at the mirror. And uh, the owner gets out of the car to see what's going on with the guy slapping at the mirror. He pulls out a gun and fires at the car. How screwed up is that? 1-800-283-101.5. But what's your story? And what would you do in that situation? You know, I'm not looking for the mirror. When I see this guy, I just want to get the hell out of there. I'll check the damage later. Unless, of course, I want to tangle with the guy. If I want to tangle with the guy, I'm getting out. But if you're not, don't pull over. Just get the hell out of there. Safe distance. Find where, you know, then, then take care of it. But anyway, remember, you have a cell phone. So, you know, and what is there? Like, uh, is it Star 77 where you can report other drivers? 1-800-283-101.5. You and road rage, how does it work out in New Jersey? And the idea, like, if somebody's following you home, don't go home. Just keep driving. Keep driving and driving and driving. If anything, you know what you do? You drive to the police station. You park there. And, and when you park there, start honking the horn. They'll get, they'll get lost. 1-800-283-101.5. Part of uh, driving in New Jersey is like part of growing up in New Jersey. Somewhere along the line, you're going to deal with road rage. And uh, in Franklin, this uh, Somerset County guy charged with attempted murder in the first degree because he couldn't get in. The guy wouldn't let him in. So he fires a couple of shots at the car. You ever heard of such a thing? Amazing. You know? 1-800-283-101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. They got a picture of the guy smiling. I mean, this guy's a little weird to begin with. Charged with first-degree murder, second-degree firearm possession for an unlawful purpose, uh, being held at a Somerset County jail pending a court appearance. So you, somewhere along the line, have been involved in a road rage. Were you ever involved in one and you stood your ground? You know, that's the other thing, too. I mean, what gives these people the idea that they can go after somebody? You know, because in that moment, you're in your car, you're in a, you're in a different thought process. I believe that when people get in their cars, they, they, they either get macho, they, they get, uh, you know, they get testosterone that they didn't have. And they also get a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of courage. They also get a lot of, on the other side, you know, you'll get people who just, uh, Get wimpy about it. Jackie's in Plainfield on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Jackie. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I listen to you every day, every morning, every night, the whole nine yards. God bless you, Jackie. From from all nine of our yards. Yes, that's right. So tell me what happened. What happened was I had come into a quick check uh, convenience store. Right. And I happened to uh, pull into the slot that was next to me, another handicapped slot. Right. And there was a gentleman there, young guy, playing music all loud and stuff. So I said to him, I said, can you uh, move your car because you don't have a handicap sticker, number one. Right. He says, I Yes, I, I said, it's not there. It's not in the in the window. So I said, leave that space for somebody who really needs it. Yeah. So he then he says, oh, you know, F you. Why don't you mind your business and all of that? So I said, no, I'm not going to mind my business because this is wrong. You are wrong. 
So then he jumps out of his car, comes around the side of my car, kicks my car, dented it. Get out. So I was a former dispatcher. So I always pay attention to license plate numbers. Mm -hmm. So I took his license plate number. In fact, I kind of blocked him in and and I called 911. So the officers came and they, uh, he had left. He, He maneuvered to get out of space that I was trying to block him in. But it didn't matter because I had his license plate number. So it didn't matter. So then the officers came. I gave him the license plate number. And I told him, explained to him what had happened. So then he says, okay, you want to sign a complaint? He said, if you don't sign a complaint, we'll, we'll sign a complaint. Because we have him on camera right here. Ah, see, there's another thing. Everything is being filmed. You know, you got to yeah. really hold your temper in check. Yeah, he was an idiot. He was an idiot. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. We ended up going to court. Right. I won the case, of course, that he had to pay for the damage on my car. Right. And then he had to pay for being in an illegal parking space of a handicapped person, you know? Right. And I said, you know, I was very polite. I wasn't nasty. He just got totally off, went off on me for no reason. Yeah, but you know what? He figured he can, you're a pushover. He can get over on you. You stood your ground. And you didn't take it. Yeah, I stood my ground, and I went to court. I won. You know, he had to pay for the damages of my car. He had to pay for being in a handicapped parking slot that he was not authorized to be in. Good for you. Good for you, Jackie. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Carl, hang on. I want to give you more time. I want to hear your story. Road rage incident that led into a fight. What happened with you with road rage? How did it go in New Jersey? 1-800-283-101.5. The things that will give you road rage. And uh, we got a guy in Somerset County got so upset because the guy wouldn't let him in front of him to merge that uh, he smacks the guy's mirror. And then when the guy gets you out to check the damage on the mirror, he fires two shots into the car. Are you kidding me? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelis. It's uh, 730. Every 15 minutes on New Jersey 101.5. Weather brought to you by Carl's Fencing and Decking and Home Improvement. Fencing and Decking and Home Improvement. Carl's is your one-stop shop for incredible service on all your outdoor home improvement needs. Decking, roofing, siding, windows, doors, and of course, fencing. Surround yourself with the best. Visit buycarls.com. That's B-Y. Carls.com. All right, 1 800 283 101.5. A guy in uh, Somerset gets so upset that another guy wouldn't let him in traffic that he pulls out, he slaps the guy's mirror. Guy gets out of his car to see what's going on with the mirror. Next thing you know, the other guy fires a couple of shots at the car. Uh, that's first degree murder, uh, charged with. Have you ever been involved in a road rage incident? 1-800-283-101.5. Carl's in Somerset on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Carl. Hey, how you doing? Good. How about you? Yeah, hanging in there. You know, this one, this is an interesting one. It's more than 20 years ago, coming back from uh, New York, getting into the Holland Tunnel around rush hour. Uh-huh. My coworker and I, we were driving back. Someone cuts us off, right, going into the tubes. And my friend, you know, he had a few choice words to say. Well, he had the window open and the other driver heard it. The guy stops, gets out. The guy is huge. I mean, he looks like an NFL linebacker. Comes out and he's yelling at us, saying, hey, come out. Tell, say it to my face. Get out of here. Get my, and he's like, my coworker, he's slumping down behind the wheel, doesn't want to say anything. The guy grabs the window 
and rips it out of its track and drops it on the hood, gets back in his car and takes off. Get out! You know, this it shocked me, and I just looked over at my friend, and I said, you know, man, you're telling a boss, not me. So what happened? Oh, he got, we got reprimanded back at the office, but the guy just took off. You know, we didn't follow him anymore. You know, we, we just he's basically put the fear of God into us. Oh, my uh, God. I th- you know what? That, that's the kind of stuff you sit there and shake your head. You know, it's a, is, is it really that big a deal? In the moment, it's a big deal. But, you know, when the moment passes, and it passes very quickly, it's almost like oxygen gets back into your lungs, and you're like, okay, all right, it's not a big deal. But in that moment, look at this. Look at what happened to you. The guy's firing shots at people over over road rage? Ridiculous. Yeah, it's getting worse today, though. I don't know. Hey, man, I'm glad you're okay. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to uh, Seal is in Cranford. Hi, Seal. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Seal? Okay. Anyway, uh, my husband was involved in a, in a uh, road raid incident back in 2016. What and, happened? Uh, he, he was um, coming out of Woodbridge Center, and um, the one lane where you come out by... Um, uh, Panera, it, uh-huh. it, it goes straight, right, or left. And this is the first time he drove in a year because he had been um, disabled. And uh, so he decided the guy in front of him wasn't turning, and he didn't know that the lane went three ways. There was two lanes. One's left, and the other one's three ways. Right. So he toot, he, and he never blows his horn, but he went toot, toot, and the guy, you know, moved up and brake checked him, and so... He, and so my husband just waited, and the guy moved up again, and then he put on his brakes again. So my husband got tired of waiting, so he went around the guy. Right. And he made his right turn, and the guy chased him. Hey, no, so, so what happened? He, oh, he wound up beating the heck out of my husband. Yeah, he got him. Pull, he pulled him over. He jumped out of the car. He jumped up on his truck, and he, he my husband went to roll down his window. Right. Made a mistake. To tell him to get off of his truck and stop pounding on this, the root uh, the hood of his truck, and the guy came. He couldn't get his window up fast enough to close his window, and the guy grabbed him and beat him to a pulp. Oh my I mean, God! I'm sorry. Take him to the hospital. Yeah, right. we went to court and everything, and the guy came with three lawyers because Did- he knew he was wrong, and he owns a big business in Port Reading, so he, you know, and then he charged my husband. Tried to charge my husband with a felony because my husband wanted to bumping into his truck car trying to get away. It was a real fiasco. Did, did your did your husband win the case? Did he get a lot of money out of this no. guy? No, he got nothing. He got nothing. We actually, the judge said it would be better dropping the case. So my husband, at sixty something years old, didn't get a felony charge against him. Oh my! Um, and the God. guy had his thirteen-year-old daughter with him, and she was beating on my husband's truck too. Get out! I, I so wish I so wished I was with him. Yeah, I charged her. We we went to the juvenile conference committee, and then I felt bad for her, so we let we let her slide as long as the. It was really it was really sad. And, uh, uh, it is. It's sad. I to him one day, uh, and I said to him, "Did you beat up any other old old men lately?" And he didn't know what to say. How old was the guy? He beat up on your husband. Hey, was that your husband? Was that much older than him? My husband was sixty. My husband was sixty. Sixty. Let's see. That was two thousand. He was sixty-five when he happened. And how old was the guy? The guy was the guy was like forty-one. What the hell kind of man is that? How the hell does that guy even look himself in the mirror? He's not a man. He's exactly. He's not a man at all. 
The husband is way more of a man than this guy could ever dream of being. And in front of his 13-year-old girl, he's an embarrassment. Yeah. And she was beaten on the, my husband's truck. Well, yeah, that, that's what he teaches his daughter. Don't worry. What goes around yeah. comes around, Seal. Well, right after that, his Facebook page said separated, so mm-hmm. I guess his wife wasn't real happy with him. Yeah, him, him and his money should say separated as well. I hope. I hope you know what. If your husband didn't get a dime, I hope the wife took him for everything he's got. I do too. All right, Seal. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. You're forty one years old. You being a sixty five year old man. The hell kind of man are you? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Unless, of course, the sixty five year old man is a black belt. I mean, like, I hope every sixty five. At that point, the sixty five year old man should become Mister Miyagi. Oh, come here, Daniel-san. <laughs> Must talk to you. 1-800-283-101.5. I wonder about your road rage incidents. We got Stacy. We got Bob. Guy in Somerset, he's, uh, he, he, the guy wouldn't let him in. So what does he do? He smacks at the guy's mirror, then shoots at him a couple of times. Why not? Spring is finally here. You're back outside doing what you love the most. Is pain holding you back? Don't you want to enjoy a life without pain? Well, you need to go to Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab can help. Pain or even age is no excuse. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription is needed. Same-day appointments. Fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like the newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. E veterans, this Memorial Day, New Jersey 101.5 is throwing it back with the hottest summer hits of the 80s. Starting Friday night, it's all 80s hits, back-to-back, all weekend long. Thanks to our sponsor, Parks Casino, with the closest live table games. Exit 6 off the New Jersey Turnpike, must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING. This Memorial Day weekend, the hottest summer hits of the 80s are on New Jersey 101.5. I gotta tell you that. All right. Road rage in New Jersey. Guy in Somerset uh, can't get into traffic, so what does he do? He smacks at the guy's mirror that wouldn't let him in. Guy gets out of the car to check the mirror, fires two shots. What? Yes. Guy's charged with first-degree murder. He's held without bail, and uh, fortunately, the guy's the other guy is okay. Uh, your road rage story. Stacy is in Jersey on New Jersey 101.5. Stacy, where in Jersey are you? I'm from Lindenwald. Oh, okay. What happened? The, the event happened in Clementon, which is like the next little town over. Right. My friend Tracy and I were driving home one night, and it was really late. It had to be like 1 o'clock in the morning. Right. And I had a tiny little Toyota Celica. This is how long ago it was. <laughs> and so we were just driving, and out of nowhere, a big black pickup truck drove up behind us. Uh-huh. And started ramming my bumper. What? And we both started screaming. We're like, oh, my goodness. It was so terrifying. And we didn't know what to do. And then we, I sped up a little bit, and he rammed me again. Get out. And he, I mean, his truck was huge, and I couldn't see because he had tinted windows. And his truck was like one of those... You know, those big 2500, like, so big. And I was, we were, like, screaming so bad. So we, like, 
He did it around the corner from a police station. We drove to the police station, but we jumped out of the car and, like, rang the bell. So, like, they had a door, but nobody came. So we, like, hopped back in the car and drove home as fast as we could. We were, like, terrified. Yeah. It was so scary. You know what? In those days. I don't know who it was. You never found out. No, because I couldn't even see their license plate or anything. It happened so quickly. And then they, like, drove off. Like around us and kept going straight. So there was no, like, I, and I couldn't get the cops. This was before, like, cell phones and stuff. Mm. But we, we were just terrified. We're like, and it happened in front of our, our junior high school. So it was literally, like, around the corner from the police station. I don't know if they were drunk or what, but. You're a lucky I was lady. So terrified. Yeah, yeah, you are a lucky lady. I, I, would have, I would have nightmares about that for a while. Wow. We were so scared to go out, like, past dark for so long. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you see, now now there are cameras all over the place and they get that stuff. Stacy, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Bob is in Delaware County on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bob. How are you? Good. How are you? Not uh, too bad. Uh, my story starts probably, I would say, 40 years ago now in Delaware County. It was a Saturday night. I was driving up McDay Boulevard going to pick up my girlfriend to go to movies and one of the side streets that comes out on Delaware on McDay Boulevard I see this car come flying in my direction runs me off the road I get back into my lane again and he's beside me and I had a 60 Pontiac Bonneville at the time a tank uh-huh. and he I pulled up next to him beeping the horn I had long hair at the time and <laughs> he was making making fun of my hair and so I proceeded to give him the finger uh-huh. And uh, he came over with his car. He had a Buick. He came over and hit my car with his car. So I came back and, you know, I hit him back. Uh-huh. He hit me back. I hit him back. By the time we get to the next red light, the whole back panel of his car smashed in. He gets in front of me and he jumps out of the car and he's drunk and he's huge. So what happened? And his son is sitting is in the car with him. He gets out and he's as big as the father. And they come back, and I hit the buttons on the doors, and uh, they come back and start rocking the car and banging on it. So uh, I tell the old man, step back, I'll get out. He steps back, and I, you know, he's staggering all over. Right. He steps back, so I throw the door open, and here he comes. The door hits him, and he falls back, and there's a left turn lane there. He oh. falls across the hood of this car. Uh-huh. He gets stands up, and he reaches in. There's four guys in the car. He reaches in and he starts choking the guy sitting shotgun. Get out. Now, the, the four guys in the car weren't as nice as me. They came flying out of the car. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they're beating the crap out of this guy in the sun. But here they were coming from a wedding. Oh. The wedding was over. All these cars are coming down the street from the wedding. Right. Now, they see their friends out in the middle of the street getting beat up. They all jump out of their cars. Wow. And, uh, it was an all-out brawl. And it was right in front of the police station. Did the cops ever come out? Oh yeah, cops come flying out from every direction. Yeah, what an idiot! Yeah, we ended up in, we ended up in court for a couple of days, and with a, with a great story to tell. Bob, thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five one eight hundred two eight three one hundred one point five. All Jersey, all the time. It's so nice to talk to you guys. Are wonderful. New Jersey one hundred one point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk to you. Hi, uh, you and me. 
until 11 o'clock tonight. And we got Trevia coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. And uh, we only get you the good stuff on the Steve Trevely Show, you know. We have got you four-pack of passes to the New Egypt Speedway Salute to Our Veterans 40 this Saturday, May 27th, 7 p.m. is the Salute to Our Veterans 40 at New Egypt Speedway. The pit gates open at 4 p.m. Grandstands open at 5. Get all the info at NewEgyptSpeedway.net. You could win those four packs uh, coming up at uh, 10 o'clock tonight on Trevia. Gemini is going to be here. Jeffrey Paul is going to be here. Justin Gonzalez is going to be here. A good time will be had by all. Rob Brown is producing tonight. It's going to be. It's going to be big, 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 big. You know, a good man is hard to find. And uh, Frank Chimel, is it Chimel or Schimmel? I'm not sure. But Frank Chimel uh, was a good man. He was a principal at Princeton High School. And he was replaced in March. He took the job in 2021. And he admitted that he did not take the COVID-19 vaccination when he was supposed to. So they removed him. The Board of Education removed him because he was dishonest about his COVID-19 vaccination status with the teachers and the staff. Now, the board announced March 17th that Frank, uh, I'm not sure if it's Chamil or Chimel. I'm not sure how you produce it. Uh, Rob, find that how you pronounce, pronounce the name, okay? Uh, I apologize. He took the job in 2021, and uh, officials offered no public explanation when they let him go because of personal privacy concerns. Assistant principals uh, Rashawn Johnson and Cecilia Burge jointly took on uh, the position temporarily. So the announcement sparks outrage from the students who created an online petition demanding transparency from the administration after frequent administrative changes, which means they finally found a good guy. Parents held a protest on April 17th at Princeton's Hinda Plaza, recalling, uh, calling for his reinstatement. Supporters said that he had brought stability and community-building skills to the school, according to a report in the patch. Now, uh, Chimmel uh, requested a Donaldson hearing be held publicly, uh, according to the patch. A Donaldson hearing is an opportunity for tenured and non-tenured teachers to make their case before the Board of Education, which can choose to rescind the earlier decision. Now, during the May 15th hearing... Uh, Jamel admitted, I'm going to say it 17 different ways now. Huh? Do, you, do you know how to do it? Here, Rob's going to come and save the day. All right. Uh, Rob, a little faster. So, so how, uh, how do you pronounce the name? Chamil. Chamil. Yeah. Chamazel. Hassan Beth Incorporated. Chamil. Okay, now I got it. All right. You Thank you, it. Rob. Chamil. All right. Uh, during the May 15th hearing, Chamil admitted to not being truthful about his COVID-19 vaccination status in August of 2021 during a union meeting at the school, which he said those in attendance could remove their masks, according to uh, coverage by Planet Princeton. Planet Princeton. Okay. I was behind my desk, well over six feet away from them when I took off my mask. One union leader said something like, hey, we're all vaccinated, right? And I didn't respond one way or the other. That's what I would have done. Uh, when Tramiel came down with COVID-19 in 2021, December, some teachers noticed a period of time he would be quarantined was read the recommended length for the unvaccinated person. Okay, you get the idea. Here's the thing. We all know, in retrospect, uh, 
We don't have to worry about the vaccine anymore. You can take it if you want to take it. If you don't take it, there are treatments. We know that uh, there are people who claim the vaccine did harm to them. I don't believe there ever should have been a vaccine mandate. It should have been up to us if we wanted to take the vaccine. But regardless of that, does the man, does Chamil, Principal Chamil, have to lose his job because of it? Superintendent Carol Kelly said that significant trust issues were brought to her attention in January 2022 in a letter signed by 148 teachers accusing him of misrepresenting his COVID-19 vaccination status. Okay, I get it. But here we are in 2023. And here we are uh, knowing what we know about the COVID vaccine, knowing what we know about COVID. So why let him go now? Couldn't something else be worked out? He obviously wants to be the principal. The students, the teachers, the faculty, they'd like to have him be the principal. He brought stability to the school, as they said. You know, it isn't often that when a principal leaves that people protest, both students and teachers and parents. So I'm going to ask you, 1-800-283-101.5. If you go to Princeton, let me know. You know, how do you feel about this? Is there another way? Is there some kind of compromise that could be reached? Could it have been like, you know, we're going to suspend you without pay for July and August? I don't know. Uh, Or do you agree with the idea that uh, Principal Chamil should be fired? Because I don't. You know, in retrospect, we never should have had a COVID vaccine to be, you know, we never should have been forced to take the vaccine. Uh, There are a lot of people who took the vaccine, were forced to, regret it now. Didn't want to do it all the way through. Have you ever had a situation with the vaccine where you didn't want to take it? Did you lose your job over it? How many people lost their job? How many healthcare workers lost their job because they refused to take the vaccine? And how did that end up working out? 1-800-283-101.5. But in this case, you have a good man. And I say he's a good man, not that I know because I go to Princeton. I say he's a good man because I see the reaction of all those who went to Princeton at that time that they let him go. So do you think he should be fired? I do not. Is there another way? Should there be another way? 1-800-283-101.5. When he had his hearing on May 15th, the Donaldson hearing, should they have reconsidered? Could there have been some kind of a compromise? Could there have been some kind of other punishment? I'm not going to ask you what you think about the vaccine. It's, we're past that. But knowing what we know now about the vaccine and knowing what we know now about how the whole COVID pandemic played out, why should the man lose his job now? When he's actually doing good, when he's actually doing good for the school, doing good for the community, bringing stability to the students, community why would you want to get rid of this guy who are you going to replace him with 1-800-283-101.5 the enrollment at princeton uh, from 21 22 1533 22nd best school in new jersey according to u.s news so the guy got good results now granted he lied you know or he skated the truth But still, in that situation, he said he didn't get vaccinated right away because he was concerned about potential heart issues risks because his father died at a young age. He did comply with the twice a week testing. So, I mean, 
he did everything he possibly could other than get the vaccine. Now, this happened, you, know, you were talking about 2020, you were talking about 2021, it'd be a different story. But here we are in 2023, knowing what we know about the vaccine. Would you have fired Principal Chamil from Princeton High School? 1-800-283-101.5. And did you ever have a situation with the vaccine where you lost your job because you refused to take the vaccine? Has anyone ever lost their job because they refused to take the vaccine and now gotten their job back? Now that enough time has passed, now that enough treatments are out there, now that uh, taking the vaccine doesn't have the same oomph that it did a couple of years ago, I still get texted from it all the time. I ignore them. You know, do you still take the vaccine? God bless you. You believe in the vaccine? Should be an individual thing. But at the time, uh, everybody was so paranoid, so afraid that we were forced to take it. But that was then. This is now. And now, should Principal Chamil of Princeton High School lose his job? Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. New Jersey 101.5, 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevely. Trevor, you're coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Gemini, Jeffrey Paul, Justin Gonzalez going to be here playing for those uh, new Ouija passes. Go to nj1015.com. Tommy and me, played by Ray Didinger, uh, who uh, covers the Eagles in Philadelphia. And uh, you see him all over the NFL network. This is the story of Ray. Ten-year-old uh, Ray Didinger going to see the Eagles practice and looking up to Tommy McDonald, his childhood idol, who he eventually gets into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's a great play. And um, that's on NJ1015.com, along with, uh, uh, if you ever try to get a tattoo removed, we got the place (laughs) where you Did did you ever try to get a tattoo removed? I am not allowed to get a tattoo, actually. You're not allowed to get a tattoo. So uh, that's one of the big things of... uh, like my family, because my parents, they'll say, you could do anything. You could do anything. And then all of a sudden, except, like, except. Who cannot get a tattoo. Finally, I, I said one time, I was like, what, what if I did get a tattoo? And my dad was like, when you're 46. And I was like, <laughs> but why Why 46 out of all? But um, what really, like, I've seen some friends who have gotten, like, terrible tattoos. Right. I've seen some friends who have gotten some good tattoos. Um, it's honestly good to see that there's more tattoo removal stuff because, look, there's a lot of people out there who, when it comes to tattoos, I can never get something because it looks cool. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people out there who get tattoos and they say, oh, I got it because it looks cool. It looks cool when you're 20-something. Yeah. Know? The butterfly looks cool when you're 20-something. When you're 80 and it's a pterodactyl, doesn't look good. <laughs> cha- things change completely. But do you, uh, do you worry about expired food when you eat? Are you one of these people that look at the date like best so, if sold by? Or do you could care less and you go by taste or smell? So little do you know yes. that today yes. I made myself a quesadilla. You did. And the, <laughs> my mom doesn't know this actually. So um, if they're listening right now, um, the tortilla that I use, that some of the tortillas that are in the pantry right now, it is two days past the expiration date and I still use them. So I'm not one of those did people. Did you notice now. a difference? No. 
My wife, the other day, right, there was yeah. a piece of uh, cheddar cheese in the fridge. Yeah. And I was cutting it up and using it, right, and I gave some to the dog. And my wife's like, what's that? There's like a little piece of green on it. I just oh. cut, cut it off, throw it out. And uh, it's cheese. It's like, yeah. you know, what do you think blue cheese is? Americans waste $218 billion in food each year. They made us do that in... Um they made you do what? Waste food? No. no. Oh, you, that, mean, that, you at, mean in at, the cafeteria at college? Yeah. They, they would show us, um, they, they would do that demonstration every single semester. Once a semester where it would be, okay, now put your food in here and see how much that stacks up throughout the day. And you see, because I, I mean, I was someone who would go to dailies all the time. Right. That, that was our dining hall. I would go, you know, two, three times a day because you got to eat. And I loved every single time by like eight o'clock when it's dinner time and you've ran out of places where you need to put the food because it, it really makes you think, Trev. It well, here's really the thing. really makes you think. Uh, Representative Josh Gottenheimer from New Jersey held the press briefing uh, and he wants changes in the expiration date system because there's no real regulation for this. They just put on whatever they want. Yeah. And he raises a good point. So what if they put on an earlier date to get you to throw it out and buy more. That it's not really bad. That the manufacturers are saying, you know what, use it by Monday. Uh, hoping you go out on Tuesday, even though it would be good for another mm -hmm. week. I Look, I've done it with milk before. Right. When I was living in uh, in my fraternity house a couple of years ago. That Not good. Not good. I, I, I went maybe say like, it was like four days and I was like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Well, I mean, you know when uh, it's bad, right? Yeah. But do you worry about the best buy? Not, it doesn't say we'll go bad by. No. Best if used by. According to the FDA, 30 to 40% of all food ends up in the garbage. That equates to 160 billion pounds or $218 billion worth of food each year. And uh, says Gottenheimer, uh, food manufacturers can pick a random date and game the system. Some of them probably want you to buy their food more often, so they put a date that may not be the actual date the food goes bad. Uh, so, I, you know what, this? I mean, this makes me think. Because, like, I threw out a bunch of salad dressing, yeah. best of use, but I think, how could salad dressing ever go bad? It's got more preservatives in mm -hmm. it. But 1-800-283-101.5. I'm just throwing this out there. Do yeah. you uh, do you worry about the best buy? You know the 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 best if good buy. What's the what do you call it? The um, uh, best if used buy. Best if used buy. Best sold buy. Yeah. I've also seen. Do you worry about the best if so, if sold by date, or do you just go by your own instincts? This actually reminds me of the Jerry Seinfeld um, bit. Do you, do you know this one? Which one? Okay, so. He, it's it's literally the whole thing about the expiration date on the milk. Right. Where do they get it from? Does they the, don't. Do, does the they cow... They just throw it out? They, does the cow his, say, his, man, his, I'm only good for that? His punchline was July 9th. It's the cow who says it to him <laughs> when they're milking. July 8th. <laughs> so uh, do you worry about the best buy date? 1-800-283-101.5. $218 billion. And then it says here, you're telling me your recently purchased rice or pretzels is dangerous to consumers on the shelf date? Uh, how about salt and pepper? You're going to throw out the salt and pepper because someone suddenly came up with a random date on that? And it makes sense. It does, yeah. You no, know. no, it does. Because something like rice, I mean, people like, you know... Rice doesn't go yeah, it, bad. You know, like when you watch like doomsday prepper shows, it's like, right. you know, they show their, you know, rack of, 
you know, cans, ramen, rice, all that stuff, because it's the just-in-case stuff, because that stuff doesn't technically expire. It never goes. They, they got stuff from World War II that never went bad, Yeah, you know, that they could keep. So one 800 Do you worry about the best of use by dates? And what is it, like, what is it, the products that you keep that you completely ignore the best of used by because it doesn't matter. It's just completely irrelevant. 1-800-283-101.5. Ramen is one. I didn't believe they would put... Do you remember... I don't know if they still do this. They used to put expiration date on beer. Have you ever heard of oh, such a Oh, they still thing? do. Really? Yeah. Exp- they call it skunk beer. I think Bud of all companies, right? Bud did the bit. Right. They're the first ones to come out with the dating, right? Yeah, the, uh, the expiration date. You know, yeah. you don't want to use... Remember then the commercial? You don't want to use bad beer, do you? <laughs> of course, yeah. I, I, who the hell cares? How many fraternities <laughs> showed up? Hey, man, I'll take it. You can put it right here. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna return this. We can't drink it. It it, it expired yesterday. <laughs> Do you worry about that stuff? I, when it comes to like eggs and milk, you know, if it's a few days over, I'll you know I'll give the milk the smell test. Yeah, you and, know, you know by taste yeah. and by smell. And if I crack an egg, that's a few days. And they say with eggs, you can be a little liberal with the date. But you know, if you crack the egg and it looks funky, you're not eating it. So. Exactly. You don't need that. You don't need the the thing on the side of the egg to tell no, you. You no. don't need the chicken to tell you. Not when there's six bucks for twelve eggs. You know? Yeah, really. You keep those was a long. <laughs> you, you know, I bet those dates got a little bit expanded once they raised the price. Uh, Eight thirty. Now the latest new... Minutes on New Jersey 101.5. Weather brought to you by W. Danley Electrical. Weather is unpredictable. But with a Generac automatic standby generator from W. Danley, you'll always have power. Right now, get 0% financing with payments as low as $139 a month. Visit Danley911.com. Terms and conditions apply. Steve Trevelis. Did you know... Do you know how much money we waste in food? Sound like your mother at the dinner table, right? Do you know how much money we waste in food? Eat your peas. $218 billion in each year. And uh, Representative uh, Josh Gottenheimer wants to pass a law saying, hey, those expiration dates, you could maybe move them up a little. Uh, because uh, they just pull them out of there, you know what? Damn, make it three days. Make it five days. Make it so that they have to buy more fast. Do you keep food past the expiration date? Do you have a problem with that? Joseph's on 195 on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Joseph. Hey, Steve. How are you? It's been a while. We've got some catching up to do. I know. What's going on? Oh, lots to catch up on. But on point, this is not a statement as to the legitimacy or lack thereof to these dates. Right. I will tell you that as a person who's owned three delis, I kind of fall victim. I drank the Kool-Aid, whereas I kind of believe in a good date, especially when it comes to dairy. And I just buy fresh and I always pick from the back. But this story has to do with a guy that either believed that the, the, there was no legitimacy to the dates and these are fresh baked goods or the poor guy, which is real. The real story was losing his route. And I really felt bad. Right. I don't know if you remember a cake called Ebinger's. Eb- Ebinger's a cake. Yeah, it's really a Brooklyn thing. Okay. They found their way into, like, Staten Island. They may have been, you know, they were branching out. But in Brooklyn, they were, like, the cake. Okay? Right. One of the, one of the first cakes to go into stores. Right. You know, commercially, like in Entenmann's. But these were fresh baked, whereas Entenmann's are delicious. But 
they have their tropical oils and their things in there to make them last a week. So this guy would, they did not have sprayed on dates. Okay. He would stamp the dates on with like a pricing gun. Right. And one day I see him out in the truck and I said, what is he doing? And he was peeling off the dates, oh. re-stamping them with oh. the dates back in. I wouldn't be surprised if they do that a lot more often than you think. Yeah, but those most dates are sprayed on. It's but right. something stamped on with like a price gun sticker. Uh-huh. He would scrape them off in his truck, put a new because he was losing his business. And I had to tell him like, you, you can't do that. I I, I got to throw you out of the store now. Oh man! <laughs> but but because Entenmann's was kicking his ass. Yeah. You know? Well, you know what though? I mean, can you? You know, it's one thing when you're legitimate. Look, if you use it past six months from now, it's going to be bad. Do you even need the date? Do you even know? Because, I mean, the date isn't clad in stone. So what if the thing happens to go bad before the date, for whatever reason? You know, I mean, how do you hold the responsibility? How do you, you know, hold the date so important? Where it gets weird and funny is with certain foods, let's say it's a candy bar, mm-hmm. and they speculate a date six months to a year, and it's like, how do they know that? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I mean. I mean, like, I've seen, you know, I'll tell you, we've got uh, my my brother-in-law sent my sons these chocolate bombs, you know, uh, and you they're, they're in plastic. They're in plastic. You put them in the milk, right? You put them in the milk, and they blow up in the milk, and they make the milk great. We've had them for a while. We've had them for, I don't know, maybe a year. And I'm looking, and every, I keep moving them around, and every now and then I want to eat it. And they look so good. They're great. peanut butter, s'mores. They're really good. Can we try? I don't know. Then what are we saving them for? Well, because Danny gave them to us. Well, what do you mean? we got to make a decision here. But, I mean, would they be bad to eat? Yeah, certain foods have a telltale sign. Like chocolate get white, and, but certain foods don't. And, yeah. and it's really a matter of... You know, smelling it is it, taking a risk. You know, with the, with the chocolate bombs, I'd say if they're not white, peel them open, drop them in, make sure the make sure the the, the, the milk is hot. The worst, yeah. What the worst that could happen is what you're gonna get. You get a little sick, Joe. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. But here's the other thing: like my wife will go to Shoprite at night. She'll go shopping like 10, 11 o'clock at night because there's nobody in the store, and she comes home. With like incredible deals on sushi, because they got to get rid of the sushi. Now I don't know. If she brings the sushi home, and it's like a third of the cost. I'm eating the sushi two days later. I got no problem. Of course, now I'll get that one. <laughs> now I'll get the one. Oh, really? Meg is in Doylestown, New Jersey, 101.5. Hey, Meg. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Tonight? Good. How are you? Good. Well, to stay on topic. Um, I believe in expiration dates. I, I feel that the people that are doing it know what they're doing and know this. Do they? Or are they just doing it like to kind of get you to throw it out and buy another one? Uh, well, I uh, I feel that because I had things past the expiration date and they were sour. so. Right. Yeah, well, eventually they will, and you got no trouble. Yeah, yeah. But um, other than that, I can't believe about Tina Turner. I know. I, I, you know what? She always seemed so young. Even when she was old, she seemed so young. She did. 
because she had so much energy, so much power. What a performer. I saw a thing on her. Um, and really, and it just kept going and going and going. And it seemed like it was never ending because every time you thought it was going to end, she had something else going on. And it ended with, there was a play about her, right? In New York, a Tina Turner play. Oh, yeah. I saw it. I heard about that. Mm-hmm. And she did, uh, you know, and it ended with that. And she had a book, right? She did the book signing and then she had the play. And, of course, her, you know, an incredible life. She got that resurgence in the 80s. Where was the concert? Was it... Was it Brazil? Was it Ven? Where she plays like she's standing there in f- with a hundred thousand people around her. Hmm. It was I an epic know. show. It was an epic show, and uh, oh yeah, and she, and she set the record. And simply, she, good, simply the best. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, and you know what? She, uh, but she, and she came back with a career resurgence. Not everybody gets to do that. I mean, she left Ike, she went off on her own, but she got kind of re, not rediscovered, but reemerged in the 80s. Exactly. And uh, typical male and all those songs. They mm-hmm. were in, um, I know a couple were in. Better Be Good to Me, What's Love Got to Do With It, uh, Simply exactly. the Best. Yeah. Exactly. She was she was great, Meg. She's going to be missed. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Tina Turner, you want to talk? I'd love to hear what you got to say. And also, uh, expiration dates. Do you go by the expiration date or do you go by the smell test? Would you eat food past the expiration date? Would you have a problem with that? Or are you like, I don't know, it says noon today. It's 1 o'clock. Got to go. And it's on New Jersey, 101.5. Weather brought to you by NJ Diet. Lose 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds. Summer is quickly approaching real fast, like three days away. So contact NJDiet.com to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. Contractually guaranteed. 855-5NJDiet or NJDiet.com. Steve Trevelisse. Jeffrey Paul is in here, the very funny comedian, Jeffrey Paul. Uh, I, I turned on that mic and you got on that. Oh, how you doing? I'm doing good, you. I'm good to be here. Do you keep the food past the expiration date? Depends or are what, you like, when it says this, it uh, goes? Depends what it is. All right. What about like, uh, we got to figure milk. I, I mean, there's certain things. But would you like, would you drink milk past the expiration date drink, if it was okay? No, first of all, milk is disgusting, so I'll never drink milk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ice cream. I, I have I have hard, hardcore rules about milk. No, I, I don't drink milk. Okay. Why don't you drink milk? I don't want to walk around all day with milk breath. It's like chalk. You know, it has a ba- a weird texture to it. I, I mean, listen. In your, do you remember, like, if you watch TV mm-hmm. in the in the sixties and seventies, and you and you watch a lot of reruns? Okay. Watch the meal. You know, when they're having a meal, whether it be meatballs and spaghetti or steak. I couldn't drink milk. Yeah, they're drinking milk. I couldn't drink milk. And that's, I think, turned me off. It's so gross. That's that's why those shows are not around anymore. They they (laughs) saw the milk and they said, that's going to be it. Pat is in Port, Fort Reading. No, it's Port Reading. Pat is in Port Reading on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Pat. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. It's an interesting topic. Um... I like uh, you that. know, I there's two different theories. There's the uh, expiration date, and then most food, if you look at it in cans, it's the best 
expiry date, meaning it's... Yeah, what, what's the difference? Well, best if you, you what they say is best if used by. Right. But it doesn't expire, does it? I mean, exp- expiration means that it's going to blow up and disintegrate. It may, it may lose flavor a little bit. It may well, it does lose- that from the day you buy it. They you break right. it. But, but it'll lose even more. And I guess they don't want you to think, hey, that product stinks if you don't use it by this date. Yeah, things that are probably like fresh, like they're fresh, like you buy salads and bags and those things, it's, you know, they are going right. to go bad. But what about... Medication's gonna go. Well, medication's different now. Medication, we have to be a doctor. Somebody in it with with in the know would have to put on the on the bottle. This is when it expires. That's one thing. But food, like uh, what Representative Gottenheim was saying, is that a lot of people, a lot of companies, are moving the expiration date up to get you to buy more of their product, and then people are throwing away perfectly good food. You buy what you need. Well, I would. I always buy. You know. Say it again. I'm sorry. Yeah, I said. I you know I would check it first. Like I mean, I'm not going to throw something that's perfectly okay away, especially if it's something that technically wouldn't expire. If it's something my grandmother had in her pantry, (laughs) we had it for three months and it was still fine, and we didn't die. I, <laughs> Did you ever have to go to your grandmother's house? I would have to go to my father's house, uh, and he lived to be ninety-two, and he would have like salad dressing in there from like twenty fifteen. It's like it's got to go. I, I don't care. It's just it's just coagulating. Mike is in Sayerville on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing? Good. How about you? I'm good. So I'm a chef by trade. Okay. And uh, I'm a firm believer that I don't even look at the date. If it smells bad, that's pretty much when I'm tossing it. I mean, too, like a lot of these dates, like the woman was saying before, I mean, best before and all, it's really just marketing. Yeah, exactly. Fresher product on the shelves. Yeah. I mean, like, same thing, like, like I'm, I'm a yogurt guy and, like, mm-hmm. the yogurt separates. All you got to do is just mix it up a little bit. As long as there's no mold in it, it's fine. And what about, like, cereal, right? There's stuff that you say this stuff could never go bad. Yes. And yet it's got Best Buy yeah, dates like, on it. Like Captain Crunch? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it can uh, never go bad, but, I mean, it gets stale. So I don't know about you if you like stale cereal, but... If I you mean, keep it in my the, day, we were thankful for stale cereal, Mike. If you keep it in the sealed not, pouch, right. it's not going to go bad. Yeah. On the top of my fridge that's been there for probably three years, and I'm still going through it because... You, know, you must eat very slowly. Yeah. We have one grain a day. <laughs> All right, Mike, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Not New York, not Philadelphia. For the Garden State's most reliable weather forecasts, count on Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. Weekdays on New Jersey 101.5. Never get you through the night. All right. All right. All right, Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. You and me at 11 o'clock, and Jeffrey Paul. You, me, and Jeffrey Paul till 11 o'clock. Spent the weekend hanging out with May Payne in New Hope. Again? Oh, yeah. We're I, buds I, now. Do you think guys have a thing we're, going we're on? We're buds now. This is my, that was my lost weekend.
Uh, hanging out with Maypang, and it's so great to sit next to somebody when you've named your son Lennon. And what about this? Oh, I'll tell you about that. <laughs> what about that? Oh, you won't believe that. And it was uh, she's uh, she uh, she sells the pictures. John said while they were together for the eighteen months, take all the pictures you want, and uh, I guess her annuity are the negatives. So she has a picture of John signing the paper, breaking up the Beatles. She's got that picture. And has a story behind it. Well, that the story is, she's, you know, that was, you know, because I had asked her about it in the interview, which she was on here. And she said that, you know, they knew at that point. Because I said, you know, what, what, was he, what was going through his mind? What did he feel yeah, why like? Because you're say, in the room. What does he's he say this. when he's walking out the door? Like, you just signed this. You're breaking up... A, the, the, this iconic band. This it's on the interview. Well, he, it was, she said that, you know, it wasn't like, because by that time, it had all been discussed. It had all been done. It was like, was he it's relieved? just the formality is, is he, of signing the paper. immediate regret set in, you know? It's like. He was it, hanging out with Paul at the time. He was hanging out with Paul, and even after it's over, they're hanging out, and he says to her, how would you feel if I started writing with Paul again? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, why? Because you're great. But the two of you together was iconic, right? And uh, and and she's got pictures of Paul at the house, like when when they were together um, for those eighteen months. They lived with uh, Harry Nilsson, Keith Moon, and Ringo Starr, so he would go out and have all kinds of fun. He was he did Walls and Bridges, he did the rock and roll music album, and he did Mind Games. He had his only number one record would ever get you through the night, and the way that song came to be was uh, he was laying in bed one night, late night, and he's watching Reverend Ike. And Reverend Ike is like, whatever gets you through the night. He goes, ooh. <laughs> and he starts writing it down. So he writes it down really, really fast. And he gets up and he runs to the studio because in those days we didn't have iPhones and studios in your house and all. He goes to the studio. Who's at the studio? Who comes to the studio? Elton John. And the two of them are messing. He goes, Wow. It's pretty good. You know what? Can I can I do some of this? Can I sing on it? They start working on it together. Sure. They start playing on it, working on it together. And uh, when it finishes, you know, the story, Lennon says, and Elton says, this is going to be a number one record. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. He goes, listen, if it goes number one, you come on, you, you come with me, you play it live. You play it live. And John's like, yeah, sure. Only not expecting it to happen. It became number one. And he plays it at Thanksgiving on Madison, in 1974 at Madison Square Garden. Uh, Wait, that's his only number one as a single? He, his not, only number one single. Of Double Fantasy ever? Nope. The album, yeah. went, the album went number one. Wow. The uh, the only Woman. Um, the problem was Starting woman. Over, neither one of them went number one? Starting Over was the first song. Right. Uh, that song. was the Elvis track. As a matter of fact, when they were, Ken Sharp wrote the book, uh, Starting Over. Ken was a friend of mine, we worked together at YSP. He wrote The Making of Starting Over, which was like an interview type of format where he just talked to all the guys, Justin Gonzalez is here, talked to all the guys who, was, uh, who were on the album. And Jack Douglas was the producer. And they would, they'd worked on songs and stuff like that. They were getting ready. He gave uh, Douglas a single. He gave him the song on a cassette. What do you think of this? And Doug was like, oh, my God. And he's like, that's the Elvis song. Because he sang it like Elvis. That's right. That was the whole thing. Yeah. That, uh, b -b 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 yeah. And Woman was the Beatles. Woman was the Beatles song. Woman was the quintessential song. The problem with Woman was he didn't live to, see, he didn't live to push it. Right. 
it died before he, he died before it hit. That was the third single off the album. Watching the Wheels was number two. Another great song. But we're not here to talk about John Lennon. We're here to talk about Tina Turner. Yeah. Eighty three years old. I didn't feel like she was that old. I, you know what? I didn't either. Me Justin either. Gonzalez. I'm waiting for the next project to come out. <laughs> I mean, I like, she always has something going on. I know she was she was a workhorse. I mean, and but the thing was, I, I've 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 only seen her once. Uh, she was, I think, doing a a public event. It had to be like Penn's Landing or or the Parkway, something like that. Uh-huh. And I, I just, I, I don't think that she aged. No, I mean, just the, the music kept her young. Yeah, the, the hustle kept her young, and it was uh, it was really sad to see that news today. She had so many incarnations. John Fogarty tweets out so deeply sad to hear about Tina Turner's passing. I loved her version of Proud Mary. It was different and fantastic. I was also so happy because she chose my song, and it was her breakthrough record. And she there's the clip of her on the Ed Sullivan Show. But yeah, she was. She reinvented herself so many times, uh, especially in the 80s. And then after that comes the movie, comes the the bio, Thunderdome. And then there was a play about Tina Turner. So there was always something going on. Fairly recently. Yeah, on Broadway, Mm -hmm. yeah. But it was like, I think Private Dancer was the thing that really like... That album. That album. Like, when you talk about iconic albums of the 80s, Mm -hmm. you know, you talk about like Thriller and Purple Rain and... And, you know, born in the USA, and they think private dancers right up there with them. Well, what was, like, when you think about Tina Turner, she, you know, she did it all in the end. You know, once she got away from Ike, you know, the confidence. My memory of Tina Turner was when she's playing in front of 100,000 people. I think it was in Brazil. Mm -hmm. You ever see that clip? Uh, It was South America, and 100,000 people had come out to see her perform. And she did it, and she just held the show. I mean, when she came out yeah, you know, until the end, and she she had a long illness at the end, but 83. And you know what? I was saying this before. Rock and, there's, there's being in shape, and there's rock and roll shape, and there's a difference. And I've had this, th- because, you know, there's one thing to be in shape. The rock and I talked to Vinny Lopez about this. They go on forever. Paul McCartney's 80. Bruce is 73, still playing. You don't think of like, look at Paul. You don't think of like one day, like when Paul is, when Paul is 27, writing when I'm 64, you think that by the time 64, Paul's going to be an old man with those spectacles. And then when he's 64, and you think, well, when Paul's 80, he's going to be an old man. And here he is 80, and he's still out there going, she was just 17. <laughs> you never, you know what I mean? And, he they to- don't, and he's touring. They, right. Yeah. Yeah. Ringo's touring. Yeah. Ringo looks younger than us. I mean, he's right. touring. I, I remember I had to be in high school and I saw Ringo being interviewed. And he was talking about how all these old rock and rollers, him saying all these old rock and rollers are out there, you know, and they're getting to that point where they all need to be shot. And the in- interviewer asked him, well, how old are you? And he said, old enough to be shot. <laughs> <laughs> and that was 20, 20 some odd years ago. <laughs> he, yeah, and, and with him and... I know people, I have people on who've worked with him and who, you know, uh, he loves what he does. And when he's in the room with them, I had his music director on, uh, I forget his name now, Billy Joel sax player. Oh, um, uh, Mark Rivera. Mark Rivera. Yeah. And Mark was talking about it. He's just a, he's a kid playing in a band and that's, I guess what keeps him young. So, you know, they don't age. You know what I mean? And I, don't, I can't think of any rock and rollers who are, because they're all in their 80s now, basically, the yeah. classics, the boomers, who actually 
come off like old men. You know what I mean? There would you say Phil Collins? Yeah, I guess. But is he even is he even out there anymore? Well, he they, last summer he was, and right. that was like that big farewell tour. But I mean, I, I get your point. I mean, you look at but he's able to perform. Like he's not well, sitting he, in there. He's no, not he in, was well, right, but he's not in the rocking chair. Yes, he was. Right. He was. Phil Collins <laughs> wow. was actually in a chair. Right. performing it was said he should have never been out there but then you got other guys like in their deep 70s like like i'll give you a guy ian gillen right of uh deep purple he's still out there he's banging out he's that's like, my he's point like, like even Collins, like he didn't it, it, you don't think of him as like the aged old man who's retired from it you know what i mean because he's still in it he's still trying to do it and that's what keeps these guys going on. That's what keeps these guys young. Not like he got his gold watch, he retired 20 years later. Whatever happened to Uncle Charlie? And he comes in and he's like, ah, you know. No, I mean, you know, they just they just keep going. And, you know, I, I don't, it's a shame because Wheeler's Tina Turner at 83. I don't think of that as old anymore. No, because you, you got people out there still performing. I mean, it's... It's it's a sad version of a Frankie Valley that's out there. There's a great no what, Frankie Valley. Hold on, we got to take the commercial. I saw Frankie Valley. I think he's great. Hold on, three fifteen minutes on New Jersey one hundred one point five this Memorial Day weekend. New Jersey one hundred one point five is throwing it back with the hottest summer hits of the eighties. Starting Friday night, it's all 80s hits back-to-back all weekend long. Thanks to our sponsor, Parks Casino, with the closest live table games. Exit 6 off the New Jersey Turnpike. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING. This Memorial Day weekend, the hottest summer hits of the 80s are on New Jersey. 101.5, Jeffrey Paul, Justin Gonzalez. When last we left this discussion, I saw Frankie Valley at the Hard Rock on July 30th. He was great. I was shocked because I was expecting him to be what you described. And he wasn't. Steve, he's not singing. I don't care. Well, the, I don't the, care. The performing. He's performing. He, you know what he's, he's like, you ever like see like those, those animatronics in, in no, Disney no, World? No, like no, no, no. I watched him. <laughs> That's right. Like, hey, he was not. He was great. He, first of all, let's he, told, to the boys. he yeah. told stories. He sang. They, that, now, granted, what they did was they jazzed up the songs because they, they stretched him out a little. They put some really cool riffs in between, but not boring riffs to kill time. I mean, they really, I, I really enjoyed myself. I, great, I, I, I had such a great songs. time. I put, I put a thing on Facebook. If Justin sang the songs, it would be a well, great Justin's show. Jim Neighbors, if he sang any song, he'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, give me, give me a little Sherry Bay. Baby, come on. A little sherry baby. Come on. No, 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 no. Come on, come on, come on. So I'm not, I never warm up when I come to Sherry, sherry baby, sherry. See, I'm not warmed up. You yeah, got me one of my, on my own. Right now. One of us can do. But right now, Frankie Valley's going, who is that guy? Get him on the phone. Right now, he's calling his people. He's calling his people to call my people. And Rob's going to get the call any second. I'm telling you. But the thing is, he had, he had, I mean, he had his say. He's 88 years old. Right. I'm he's not expecting 88. What are you, what are you bitching about? This is what I'm complaining what about. You, you, I, I'm not expecting anything. Because you're saying it's a great show. I thought it was. Yeah. yeah the bad. I've seen bad him. shows. Him. 
No, he's he'll the do reason anything. That he's he you, sings the song. Steve, you could put a cadaver on the he stage and with those songs, song. it'll still be a great show. Because it's him, because it's Frankie Valley. And Frankie Valley <laughs> spent his life building up the reputation of Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley the singer, Frankie Valley the producer, Frankie Valley the play, Frankie Valley the saint who took on the debt. When when the band screwed over and Tommy DeVito screwed up, Frankie took on the debt. Here he's 88. Must have been hell of a debt. Is he? Yeah, he is always still paying off. <laughs> but seriously. See if Frankie Valley now is like seeing like when Jake LaMotta no, was no, in his 90s. No, he was no. in his play. No, 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 no. I'm telling you. I, mean, I, I, went, I know what you're saying. And I went in there. I went in there actually saying this to myself. This is going to suck. This is going to be like when Jake LaMotta. <laughs> no. But instead, I was, I, was, I was so pleasantly surprised that I came home and I rarely put stuff on Facebook. I know some people got to put everything they do on Facebook. I rarely post stuff. I posted what a great time that show was, and I got so many responses. I can pull it up for you now about how great that show was, and it was him. It's because people are just nostalgic. Did you? Ever That's see- why they went to four seasons. Show. But it's not him. Again, it could have been anybody except for Jake LaMotta. Did you ever see the Jake LaMotta play? It, written by his one of his Jake wives. LaMotta. Jake LaMotta, his wife wrote a play called... And she La- stopped and put on 60 pounds called, 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 I came back and finished. It was called Lady and the Champ. Lady and the Champ. <laughs> and, and, and the whole thing was to bring... J- Doug Stanhope talks about it. He br- to, bring, <laughs> to bring Jake LaMotta on stage and he'd be like, you know, uh, and, and he, this was his big line. I fought sugar so many times, I should have diabetes. And, and he would say... <laughs> and you think that's what a Frankie Valley show is? Yes. You're wrong. A- you couldn't be more. I'm telling you, <laughs> it was a great show. First of all, you got all the songs. You know, all the songs that you know. He told stories about the songs. He went into the songs. It was his voice, whether he record, pre-recorded it or whether yeah, he, he sang record, them there. he recorded in 1967. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, it didn't. If, if you could, I wish I had film of this. I, actually, maybe hold on. You can go online. Phone. I got. You all right. can go online and find that show. He does that show. Sing. He sings, and you know what? Whether he sings or not, somebody was singing those songs. You see, you got somebody else singing for him. No, I think Frankie Valley in 1967. No, they, no, no, yes, they're not 67. It, he's he's playing the he tracks. He is have, not singing he live. Have, he may record those tracks. Well, first of all, his voice, his octaves are so much lower now. But still, you you cut him slack. He's eighty eight, and I, he's got all those great songs. Yeah, I'm not doubting any all of that. Right. And like he's got a great songs. band around him. The band is great, and he's got the Four Seasons so the, dances, the, the, and they the twenty two year old dance. boys are great. And what's wrong with the 22-year-old they're, boys? They're great. They're their show. Frankie Valley just stands so in the middle of them. Last week. He, he, he moves his hips to the left. He moves it to the right. He points left. But he, he didn't points break right. the goes, hip. Give it away, boys. That's not, <laughs> and then he what, takes a step he, back. that's not what he does. Weren't the boys terrific? Weren't the boys terrific? So what? What's wrong with one of the boys at the room? What do you got against the boys? <laughs> I don't have anything against the boys. But Frankie Valley himself is 88 years old. Frankie he can't do anything Va- anymore. Has anyone ever People seen? Hold on, hold on. Him. If anyone has seen Frankie Valley, Valley. 1-800-283-101.5. Has anyone out there recently seen Frankie Valley perform? Call and give me your thoughts. I thought he did a great show. I really, really did. And I know, I mean, it was at the July 30th, I think it was, at the Hard Rock. And uh, he went out there and killed it. I'm telling you, because last week when I said Mount Rushmore of Jersey Rock, and you're like, don't you put the Four Seasons on it? Well, this is why I didn't. I put the Rascals on it. Because you don't consider him rock. Do you? 
That's a great question. I mean, rock and, rock and roll, yeah. Four is seasons, he, yeah. Rock and roll? Early 60s, yeah. They competed with the Beatles. They're not Motown. You're not thinking of like, you know. So what would you categorize them as? I would counter. I would. I would say rock and roll. I mean, I would do that. So but I'm they, talking about when you're talking about like rock, as rock in like, and roll. Right. Then they have to be on the the uh, Mount Rushmore of rock. But then again, you know, when you're thinking of like hard rock, I, I would let's put it this way: hard rock. I but would say the Rascals are more hard rock than the Four Seasons. How, are the, how, are the, I mean, four, four how seasons, can I though? be sure that that's you hard rock? You got Dino Danelli as your drummer. You got Good Love and you got, I mean, I think I would put them closer than the Four it's Seasons. It's like a pop song. It's almost like Dave Matthews. How can 60s. I be sure is one song. <laughs> then we're going to judge the band on one song. We're going like, to judge Frankie Valley on an old man. And this man, what's the name of your podcast? My my podcast. What's the name of your podcast? Who's your band? Yeah, who's your band? <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell are you? Who's your band? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Even Raymond is disappointed. Right? <laughs> All right, hold on, uh, Chad. Yeah, whose opinion I've always respected. Mm -hmm. uh, four seasons, hard rock. No, rock, pop. I agree rock? with that. Rock. Four I, seasons, rock. Rascals, Wait, not rock. hard Rask rock. Rascals are pop rock. Rascals are pop. They're not hard rock. They're not hard, but they're, they're closer they're to hard, hard rock, rock than the Four they, Seasons. Absolutely. Look they at can, the drummer. They rock much harder than the Four Seasons. You ask, you ask Stephen Van Zandt if the, four, if the Young Rascals are rock. But do it now. Don't do it now. Don't do it now. I, got, I, got, I, I just do there. the news. I mean, don't get mad at Chad, me. Chad, I'm, I'm, laugh, I'm laughing over here, Chad, because I'm the only music guy here. None of them are talking to me. And what does that tell you? Every 15 minutes. On New Jersey, 101.5, 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, we got Jeffrey Paul in the house. We got Justin Gonzalez in the house. Uh, Gemini is on his way here. And uh, we got Trevia coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. And you are playing for those beautiful four packs of passes to the new Egypt Speedway. Salute our veterans 40 this Saturday. Uh, it's going to be at the new Egypt Speedway. Gates open at 4 p.m. The pit does. Grandstands open at 5 p.m. Get all the info at newegyptspeedway.net. So that starts at 10 o'clock. In the meantime... What the hell are you doing here? It's you from Ambler. What's up, you? Yo, Trev, I love when you guys talk about all the old rockers, man. Say that. <laughs> say that. I got I got to school the boy here. I got to set him straight. Yeah. What, what do you think about Frankie Valley? Well, no, I don't want to talk about him right now, but I'm going to tell you, there was these four old guys, right? Right. And these guys are like, they're, they're, they have walkers, and they're like shoveling along. Right. And they're going towards this place, and there's a sign that says Rock Show, right? Right. And they're, they're just shuffling along. And there's a guy standing there, and the guy says, you guys are going to the rock show? And the guy says, we're the band. Oh. Oh. Uh, you this. should talk about Frankie Valley. You know what? We, I, I, I stopped talking. Good thing Gemini showed up here. You've been asking on the radio, and I can't believe you had all the wrong answers. Well, how these, these old-time rockers... How they stay so fit and fitness and work. It's it's so obvious to anybody that's an outsider looking in. 
those old timers, man, they still look at themselves mm -hmm. in that mirror mm -hmm. like they are the young guy. Exactly, yeah. exactly. They see themselves that, and they still women still see them <laughs> that way. Yeah. Do you you understand? So uh -huh. why would the guy want to look any other way? But you know, a lot of those rockers, they take the blood out, and so, who Rolling Stones? Who's the lead? Uh, Keith Richards was doing uh, it. Uh, yep, Jagger. Takes, uh, you know, move like Jagger. I'm gonna move like child. Ow, that hurts. Oh, oh, that hurts. Ow, 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 that jagger hurts. But you know, he takes all his blood out once a year. Oh, wait a and, minute. And, and, and refleshes his blood. If we had the what? money to do really? that, yes, with clean vitamin blood, takes all, he does all the wacky stuff. I know that I know. I think Richard no, was doing it. No, he bragging about it. He was it's some kind of a, uh, it, like it's just it's a way of living. Like you, you replace all the all blood your in blood, your body. The blood in your body goes in. It's a process, right. but it's all with like a blood transfusion right. type yeah. of thing. Yeah. But he gets it with blood that's all vitamins up and stuff like that. Okay, Hold please on. tell I gotta, me. Please I gotta, somebody I gotta, find, I gotta find That's got to be a whole red cross hooked up to him, though. I, like, buddy, I don't know what it is, but he's got the money to have four clauses all yeah, hooked up to I think it's called him. an oil change. An oil change. <laughs> Listen oh, to this. God. Listen to this. 45-year-old tech mogul who spends $2 million trying to de-age himself is injected with the blood of his teenage son as part of the latest attempt to age backwards from the Daily Mail, who's yesterday's paper. Brian Johnson is a world-famous biohacker who has become notorious for spending millions of dollars every year on a cadre of doctors and medical procedures to, that purport to carry the fountain of youth. He's received blood transfusions from a healthy anonymous donor in the past. Now he's accepted plasma donation from his 70-year-old father, Richard, and 17-year-old son, Talmaj. The trio underwent the transfusions at a Dallas clinic in which the senior father and teen son have a liter of their blood removed and converted via machine into its piece parts, one batch of liquid plasma and then a batch of red blood cells. And basically, uh, Johnson and his doctors claim that in the two years, he has reduced his overall biological age by more than five years. Now is the heart of a 37-year-old, the skin of a 28-year-old, and the lung capacity and fitness of an 18-year-old. Um, and he's not married. That's why and he wants he's to not, live. Yeah, that's that, that. <laughs> you understand? That's, that's why he wants to live. <laughs> you understand? Well, no marriage. For you. Excellent news. Now it's time for headlines and trev lines. What do we got? Doctor, doctor, give me the news. There's Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. A good question. All righty. So there was a tiny blue house in brick. The tiny blue house in brick. But it's only 144 square feet. And it's going for a price of $44,000. Do you think you'd be able to live in a house that is 144 square feet? How, how big Very is that? Small. How big is that? It's like this, uh, this studio. Is it not even? Studio? Studio. You know not what? even. You could say like a studio apartment. This is yeah. enough room for me. I, I, this is the studio. I need, a, I need a bed this. that would right. fill up half of the place. And the rest, you know, I don't know where you guys are staying. I, I, I sleep <laughs> in a California king. There is no way I could live in a You sleep in a California king? Absolutely. 
I need a huge bag. Wow, that, that, that's a starfish right there, pal. You're putting <laughs> all your hands and legs out for that one, pal. I'm wow. trying to find it. We got pictures of the house. Yeah, because the house, the first it's picture is really the front. small. The first picture is the front door and the bed, like mm-hmm. right next to each other. Oh it opens God. right is, in. Who lives there? I would like to deliver something. <laughs> it could be a young Goldilocks type of woman. Can you imagine like trying to deliver pizza to that guy? I, girl, keep it on the the girl. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would deliver. This it. is so small. Pizza, pizza. This is so small. Come around. This is not, not you, radio audience. This is, <laughs> look at this. There, there's there's the front room. There, there's the house. Right there's the house. There, there's the front room. Uh, the kitchen. Uh, it's like a, it's like there's no. In a I don't hallway. think there's. It, it's like the bathroom's like pretty much like a bucket like, at that point. Is it as big the as shower? a camp? Wait, is it camping? Like a camper? You know what? You could you could make I'd, the argument that it's, it's like the half size the size of, a of a, like half the size of a yeah, camp. half the size of like an RV. You know what it is? You know what it is? You, you ever see like when you go to the Home Depot in the parking lot, they got all those pre-made sheds. Yeah, it looks like one of those yeah. pre-made sheds. Could you live in the pre-made shed? No, listen, I did five weeks on the road, right. and we stayed in a camper. And I, I was really ready to hang myself. It, Wait, I, who'd I you stay with? Other yourself? comedians? Yeah. How no, many guys? I would love yeah. to do that. No, you wouldn't. No, no you wouldn't. I want to. No, you wouldn't. Oh, my God. I was People just going to ask you guys if you wanted to come with me. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what I have outside? All right, you're not coming. too much togetherness. What yeah. do you mean? What, okay, so how many people did you have? Three. In, in a camper? Really? Yeah. Hold on, I we gotta know. take a break. Right to no, 1.5. This summer, take a shortcation to Jersey 101.5, giving you a free Jersey shortcation to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. This is the last week to listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for a secret code word. Enter it on our New Jersey 101.5 app or to win your Jersey shortcation. There's three winners every day this week. Thanks to our sponsor, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Book your summer escape today at HardRockHotelAtlanticCity.com. This is the last week you could win a free shortcation. Good luck from New Jersey. 101.5. All right, Rob, what else we got? Okay, so since we're actually talking about uh, old timers... <laughs> You know, I don't know why you, you looked know. at me when you said that. I don't. I, I, I look. I don't want to say. To, I don't want to look. Listen, listen, listen. This is Frankie Valley. <laughs> this is Frankie Valley. Listen, listen, listen. How could you? How could you have a problem with that? That's a good recording from '74. That's not from '74. He's not singing live. Who cares? I'm entertained. Good, good, Rob. You Sylvester say. Stallone is a master at breakup text. His three daughters have been saying. They say he, he's got a reality show now, right? Yeah, and yeah. Th- th- they got it. They need a script, right? Because <laughs> to me, like, I don't, I don't, I think, I think that's wrong. I, I don't, I don't think he would be pretty good. At, you don't uh, think he'd be pretty good no. at breaking up? No, no. They they say he's a he's he's a manly man, but. Okay. Would, would you mind breaking up very much? But like, here's the thing: like, <laughs> well, his daughters can't bring his daughters say they can't bring anybody home because he like uh, obliterates the boyfriends. I don't. What's that? What's that mean? Like what that. mean? He obliterates. He doesn't like. What, what does he, he do? He doesn't. You know, he'll ignore them. He'll, uh, you know, he'll. Yeah, they could talk to you. Call exactly. them the wrong name. That sort of thing. Yeah, you it's know. Like, hey, I'm he, Bill. He, How you doing, Rick? He actually has <laughs> texts that is. He actually wrote wrote texts for his daughters to send to break up with these. Yeah. Guys. 
I, I just want to know, like, how does he type? Because I don't think he's a person that's going to, like, hold the phone. He's all thumbs. He's definitely a guy who's holding it, like... Voice activate. No, voice to text. Yeah, voice to text. text. But, like, yeah. him Could with you the imagine voice the phone? Text? Yeah. Imagine the phone trying to figure out Stallone's voice to text. I'm sorry. You said what? I said this. We're not together anymore. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Go away. We did not register that. Please say it again. Hold on. Rob's got to go answer the phone. I got to take a respite. Kind of gets you right here, doesn't it? Listen to this. Look at him. Look at him. 87 years old. 87. What kind of man would put down an 87-year-old icon? Yeah, look at that. Look at that. And all and all the women are going crazy. Listen, shh, listen, listen, listen. He's going to talk. They have him talk? And we put this date off about four times, and finally we are here. <laughs> Wait, are we still here? <laughs> How about that? We love you, Frankie. See, they're holding up signs. Eh? Huh? Of course, everybody likes him. I'm telling you. He is great. Hold on. Curtis is in North Brunswick. Curtis, what's going on, my friend? Nothing going on. I like, uh, have a little shot of beer. I just feel like this station is a wonderful station. It, it, there's no station like this station. And I, I, no station, I know. The whole there's no station like this station. Curtis, you're the best. I'm calling you to tell you uh-huh. and your whole crew. Happy Cur- we will please crew. advertise on this station. Curtis, have, you know what? You I, I, want, I want you to be. I want you to have a happy Memorial Day weekend, too. You know what I'm going to do? Can you hang on? We're going to do trivia after the news, and you play, okay? Okay. All right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a musician now, so be careful. All right. Oh, oh you are? Nice. Now, what do you, what do you play? Oh, yeah. What do you play? Yes. I play the drums. I play uh, the bass guitar. Really? I sing. I do it. You know what? I'm going to sing tonight. You're going to sing tonight? Okay. Yeah. All right. When we put you back on, you gonna, You know what? You want to sing something now? You want me to sing now? Yeah. Let me hear you sing. What do you got? No. That's going to be too short. I want to come I want to come after. All right. That's what I want you to do. I want you to rehearse. <laughs> and uh, in about 10 minutes, in about 10 minutes, we're going to put you back on. Okay? Up. You know what? Steve, you He's are a listener. A really, you. <laughs> you're a nice guy. See you that? really are. You better write letters to this radio station, buddy. This is You understand? This guy's letting you sit there on the 101, okay? So start writing with that little pen is, and email This is there. King Curtis. Hold I don't on. have to write no pen. All the music is in my head. Exactly. All right, Curtis, I'm going to put you on hold. And when we bring you back, we got we got musical night. We got Raymond. We got Curtis. We got Justin. Justin's the warm up. <laughs> That's a story of my life. You want to go say gargle? <laughs> me 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 me. All right, one eight zero two It is trivia. All right, Justin is here. He's got the music. Gemini's got New Jersey. Jeffrey Paul. I'm going to send him outside. Jeffrey Paul's got the movies and the television. I got the New Jersey 101.5. And you are playing for the coveted four-pack of passes to the new Egypt Speedway. Salute to Veterans 40 this Saturday. And if you want to get more info, it's newegyptspeedway.net. Dennis and Judy, over 25 years of truth bombs. Weekdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on New Jersey 101.5. 
And now the show that asks the musical question, what else do we know about New Jersey? It's Jersey Trivia with your host, voted the most trivial man in New Jersey. I'm sorry, that's Trivial Steve Travelese. Thank you very much, Mr. Dennis Pardo. I don't know what happened to my category. Ah, there's my category. All right, it is trivia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Those are the categories. And I will not have just anybody asking the questions. I went out and I, I, I looked far and wide and I found the best people, experts in their field, to ask you the questions for each and every one of these multiple choice categories so that when you get it right, you know that you accomplished something. And you will get a four-pack of passes to the New Egypt Speedway. Salute to our veterans 40 this Saturday. Better than the Salute to Our Veterans 39. This Saturday, May 27th at 7 p.m. is the Salute to Our Veterans 40 at the New Egypt Speedway. The pit gates open at 4 p.m. The grandstands open at 5. You get all the info at newegyptspeedway.net. You will be there. Remember that 80s song, Yamo Be There? You will be there. And on my left, handling the category of music, a man who can sing in more octaves than you can count, Justin Gonzalez. That's me. That's him. That's me. I must have been the one you were searching wide. I was wide. <laughs> Is he here in the drugstore? Is he here? How often do you hear? How often do you hear Ricky Lee Jones quoted on this show? Handling the movies and the television. Is uh, my compadre. Yeah, how you doing, Poppy? <laughs> Jeffrey gotta, Paul. Yeah, this, nah, this is Gemini. <laughs> how are you? Handling the great state in New Jersey. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> it's Gemini. I have fans now. Just yeah. so you know. Now you people we, wonder. We have fans. They're oscillating. <laughs> they're ceiling. Why does it sound like Trump? <laughs> <laughs> and not... everybody knows it. All right. We got to start New this Jersey. off. We got to start this off. With, we got, with this nice the music gallery. To begin with, we go to Rockaway. And our music director, Raymond from Rockaway, Buonasera. Oh, Buonasera, Steve. You know, uh, tonight I'm going to say in many languages, Buonasera. Oh, nice. Calispera uh, in Greek. Buonasera in Italian. Salamu alaikum in Arabic. Shalom in Hebrew. And Buenas tardes. To everybody. All right. All right. This is like a, like a melting pot. This is the, uh, what do you call yeah. that? The diversity. The diversity well, on this show is amazing. This Wednesday is a very special memory for me. What's that? 71 years ago, I went to Uganda with a big truck to deliver food for the poor. Oh, how about that? Then I was only 17. When I was 17, it was a very good year. It was a very good year for small town girls and soft summer nights. We hide from the lights on the village green. When I was 17, when I was 21, it was a very good year. It was a very good year 
Push city girls who lived up the stairs with all that perfume hair. It came undone when I was 21. Then I was 35. It was a very good year. It was a very good year for blue-blooded girls of independent means with riding limousines. The chauffeur will drive when I verify. But now the days are short. I'm in the autumn of the year. And now I think of my life as vintage wine from final cakes. From the brim to the crags. And it pours sweet and clear. It was a very good year. Yeah, a very good year, Raymond. That was excellent. Thank we were you, thank we you. were crying here, Raymond. All right, what what's your category, my friend? My category is Gemini. Oh. I, I now I knew you were going, and tears were coming in the eyes because you—that was a good song, especially when you do the autumn of the year. You got that autumn of the year voice, guy, and that was cool. So, I want to tell you this: I've asked you this question three times before, and you've got it wrong almost all of them. So, think opposite of what you used to think. Okay. All right. All right. So, thank try. you. Okay, because I'm rooting for you, buddy. That's all. I, I, you know. Okay. So, New Jersey is it's a fifty-fifty question. Okay. So, New Jersey is home to the first medical center. Is that true, or is that f- false? It is true. Oh my God! Yes, you yes. finally got all it. Right. That's the first time all right. All right. All right, there we go, there we go, there we go. We got we got one in a row. Let's go to Ron in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Ron? Ron? Oh, Ron. Ron, you there? All right, Ron, call back. We'll get you on. We'll get you on. Hold on, we'll get you on. Let's go to uh, Juan, from Ron to Juan. Juan is in Bridgewater on New Jersey 101.5. Juan, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, Ron, how you doing? You have a good day today? Yes, so far so good. We'll see if we win. All right. What's the best thing to happen to you today, Ron? I got a very light day at work. A very, what do you do? I'm a construction manager. Oh, good for you. All right. What's your category, Ron? Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Let's go 101.5, please. Ah, hot steaming couple 101.5. Here we go. Name to me the year that Dominsky and Doyle returned to New Jersey 101.5. Did they come back at 2014, 2005, 2011? They never left. Repeat that again, 2014, 2011, what, and what? What was the year that Dominsky and Doyle returned to New Jersey 101.5? Was it 2014, 2005, 2011? They never left. I believe it's 2011. Hey, 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 Juan, good job. I love when they get it, you know? It, may, it warms the cockles of my heart. 
right, let's go to uh, Matt is in Brick on New Jersey, 101.5. Hello, Matthew. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good, how about you, pal? Oh, living that dream. All right, well, before you wake up, what's the best thing that happened to you today? Oh, it was a busy day. I've been cleaning my yard all up for uh, my kid's birthday this weekend. How old is your kid? She's going to be six. Oh, you know, it's a great present. What's that? You take the whole family and you go to the New Egypt Speedway for the salute to our veterans 40. And it's happening this Saturday. Get out of the birthday party and everything. Gee, love to do it, but got to go to the Speedway. Say, I was going to say, if I win, donate it to someone else. I'm a veteran and I want to donate it to someone else who doesn't win because I got to be at a party. You're a good man, Matt. You you know what I'm going to do for you, Matt? Hold on. If you win this, I'm going to give you tickets to uh, the Bucks County Playhouse to see Tommy and me with Gordon Clapp from NYPD Blue. Ray Dininger uh, wrote the play. You familiar with Ray Dininger? Yes. Okay. If you win, I will give you those tickets, okay? Awesome. What's your category? Movies, please, sir. And I thank you for your service. Okay. Let's see how much Jeffrey Paul thanks you for okay. your service. I hope you win. Are you ready? He doesn't. We'll make it easy. I, I do. <laughs> Come on, Here go we ahead. go. Yeah, you hope the guy Are wins. You ready, Matt? Easy. He's ready. Hold on. Right. Wait, Matt. Matt, can you hold on? I got to do traffic. Hold on for I'm going to put you on hold, yeah. okay? Okay, hold on. All right, hold on. It's the suspense. The suspense <laughs> is killing people now. His best traffic every 15 minutes. On New Jersey 101.5, Steve Trevelisse and the Baja Marimba Band. <laughs> Justin Gonzalez on music. Gemini on the New Jersey. Jeffrey Paul on the movies and the television. And Jeffrey Paul is about to ask a very important question to a man whose, whose daughter is having a birthday party this Saturday. A man who is a veteran who served our country. A man who is playing for not the new, the, the Speedway tickets to uh, New Egypt Speedway. A uh, salute to our veterans, 40, this Saturday, May 7th at 7 uh, p.m. The pit opens at 4. The guest stands open at 5. You get all the info at newegyptspeedway.net. But because he's having the party, we're giving him a special chance to win tickets to Tommy and me. Uh, the play about Ray, young Ray Didinger. Uh, who goes on to become a Hall of Fame sports writer. And uh, when he was 10 years old, he uh, became a huge fan of one Tommy McDonald, who was an Eagle, a Philadelphia receiver, uh, Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver. And Ray gets in the Hall of Fame and eventually makes the pitch to get Tommy into the Hall of Fame. It's a heartwarming story. And we had Ray on two days ago. The interview's on NJ1015.com. So please, ask, ask this veteran, this man who fought for his country, the question that could get him the play, Jeffrey Paul. A lot of pressure here. <laughs> you're, you're Do ready, you Matt? love Frankie Matt, you're, you're, <laughs> and Matt, your daughter is going to be six, right? Yes. Six. Okay. So... How many on-screen deaths are there in the movie Goodfellas? Was it a hundred? Was it five? Was it twenty-two? Or is it forty-nine? Five. Oh, Good job, Matt. Thank you for your service. It warms me. It warms me when good things like this happen. And is a man who's been working for the last 30 minutes to, uh, to come up with a way 
to please you. And he does every time. And he's from North Brunswick, and his name is Curtis. Hello, Curtis. What's up, buddy? I'm good. Are you ready? What do you got for us? Let me tell you something. I'm in the music category, but it's impossible for me to answer your question. But show, show me one. Show me a question. You want a music question? Yes. Okay, we, Justin, can, do, we can do that. How about nice this one? Nice music question. This, I think this is a nice one. It's a good one. Okay. This gang, born in Englewood, recorded what is widely considered the first hip-hop single. Was it Cool and the Gang, Spanky and Our Gang, Sugar Hill Gang, or Hole in the Wall Gang? Cool and the Gang. Oh, Curtis, Curtis, Curtis. Wait a minute, hold on. Before we let you go. You uh, you want to sing something for us, Curtis? Yes, I want to sing something for you. What do you got? I'm the Baron, the comedy sweet soccer man. When I jam you, I know you will understand. All of the boys in the town, they try to shoot me down. Cause they know I'm the king of the soccer round. That's it. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was great. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You know what? Curtis, I'm hooking you up. Hold on. I don't care. Wait, did he say Sugar Hill Gang? That's what I, I, I thought he said. said. I, thought I thought he said Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> Jeff, you heard Sugar Hill Gang, right? A hip, a hop, a hip. He did, right? right? Yeah. There you are too nice a guy. It's something you that looks like cheese. You are a nice man. Yeah. What a nice Everyone radio Everyone loved that song station. growing up, man. That was great. Every <laughs> wedding. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Thomas is in Lawrenceville on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Thomas. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? Good. How about you, pal? I'm doing great. And we're in the Gemini season, so I have to go to John. Oh, it's a Gemini season. You know, it is. We're in the Gemini season, aren't we? Are you a Gemini, sir? I am not. I'm a Taurus man. You're the bull. strong, and I'm the bull. Oh. I'm Tommy Bull. Okay, Tommy. All right. Um, being a Gemini, everybody, I want you to know this is my birthday weekend. I is it really? That's yeah. why I said that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to get your four passes to the New Egypt Speedway. So What's I that? To, I, I just have to go with it. You know. Oh, you're married to a Gemini? No, I'm not married to a Gemini okay. because they're two-faced people. Oh, Ooh. they they are more than two-faced. I am about 11-faced. <laughs> uh, so you better start counting you some of the two face, the up, second face. You know? Yes. All right. Well, here you go, buddy, and uh, good luck to this. You you must would know this because uh, it's a different face type of thing. What is the state of New Jersey? Would you find the only legal clothing optional beach? Is it Wildwood? Is it Island Beach State Park, Atlantic City, or Sandy Hook? It's a Sandy Hook. Dude. You're a winner. <laughs> he knows the nudie spots. I'm just going to give you one sheet with four questions. <laughs> Why do I waste my time with a thick thing? Here's all the questions. The guy wanted to, uh, wanted to win. I can hardly wait to hear Beamerville show up and then... <laughs> 30 minutes. Verrazano Bridge. The Verrazano Bridge. Soft water Dessert, Really. We're going to make, t- we'll make t- <laughs> Gemini t-shirts. 
<laughs> you can have them in all shapes and sizes. You guys are very mean. I'm telling you. 1-800-283-101.5 if you really want to get in on this. Uh, it is Trevia. Music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. We've got two open slots, so this is the time to get on. And if you win, is what we're going to do. You're going to get a four-pack of passes to the New Egypt Speedway. Salute to our veterans 40 this Saturday, May 27th at 7 p.m. is to salute to our veterans 40 at the New Egypt Speedway. It's a great event. The pit gates open at 4 p.m. The grandstands open at 5 p.m. You get all the info at newegyptspeedway.net. If you're a racing fan, you got to do this. If you're not a racing fan, you got to do this too. We're all racing fans, right, boys? I'm going. You're going? <laughs> yeah. It's your birthday this weekend, right? Right. What day? Uh, the 30th. Is that it's Monday? Tuesday, but just stop yeah, adding stuff together. Uh, I, you, <laughs> you know, know what? I mean? What is the problem here? You know Nothing. what I mean? You, you, you want to celebrate your birthday day. a few days early? I'm good. a Memorial Day baby. Really? Yes, I'm Memorial Day. So your parents didn't watch the parade? No, she was squirting me out. On the John, Johnny, are you going to have cake? <laughs> what? Are you going to have cake? Just cupcakes, why? Because you got to have cake on your birthday. All right, you're well, coming birthday's over? birthday's Tuesday. You still got to have cake. All right. Do, if you have a go-to cake, Steve, what's your go-to cake? Ice cream cake? cake. That's right. Ice cream There's cake. No, there, there, Fudgy to well. Well of a cake right, for exactly. well of a day. There's no way anyone could refuse, you know, an ice cream cake with the cookie crumble. Absolutely. Hold on. It's 1030. D101.5. Steve Trevelis. Justin Gonzalez. Gemini. Jeffrey Paul. It's a hot one. It's called Trevia. And if you get it right, four-pack of passes to the New Egypt Speedway. Salute to our veterans, 40, this Sunday. Music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5, which I have. Jeff's got the movies and the television. Justin's got the music. Gemini has the great state of New Jersey. And Nate is in Livingston on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Nate. Hey, good evening, Steve. How are you? Good, buddy. How are you? So far, so good. Well, it's early. Have you had a good day? Pretty good day, yeah. My son was playing basketball. Team won. Now they're going to the semifinals. Yeah, all right. You know what would be a great reward for them, Nate? Watching the race. Cars go around the track. Funny you should mention that. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. Oh, God, it's a wizard. <laughs> Boy, nobody beats. What is the category, Nate? Uh, let's do music. There he is, Justin Gonzalez. Okay, here we go. This is going to be an interesting one because I've never asked this one. Okay, so John Bon Jovi, what is his real name? Is it Francis, uh, Francis Albert Bon Jovi? Is it John Francis Bon Jovi? Is it John Benjamin Jovi or is it Jerry Bon Jovi? Uh, John Bon Francis? Oh, John Francis Bon Jovi. That's it. John there Francis Bon Jovi. There you go. All right. Look at this. Look at this. We're going to Pete in Ewing on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Pete. Hey, what's up? Hey, Jeffrey. Yo. What's it like, man? Having clowns to the left, and jokers to the right. <laughs> Actually, he's on the right. <laughs> I know it. I'm I'm stuck in the middle with them. I feel your pain, man. But how's everybody doing? We're all doing good, Pete. What's so, your uh, category? 
TV. Put this guy to work. I got you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Seinfeld. You know, it's my favorite show. So I got to give you a Seinfeld question. In the Boyfriend episode, Keith Hernandez proves to Kramer and Newman that a certain New York Mets player was responsible for spitting at Kramer. Who was this former New York uh, Mets player? Was it Tug McGraw? Was it Mookie Wilson? Was it Roger McDowell? Or was it David Cohn? I think it was B. Who was B? Mookie Wilson? I can't write. I mean, I... I remember it somewhat, but I can't remember the name of that player. So I'm going with B. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, Come on, man. Could you imagine what, you know what Mookie man. Wilson looks like and talks like? He would have spit. It would have been a crisis. I've, I've met him several times. Mookie Wilson? Mookie Wilson. Oh, he's the best. How about that? Yeah, yeah, but doesn't he mumble a little? No, he doesn't mumble. He don't mumble? No. What, because his name is Mookie? All right, maybe that was the reason. All right, maybe that was the reason. Because Mookie's would mumble. Mookie mumbles? Although Mookie Betts speaks really well. Joanne is in Colts Neck (laughs) on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Joanne. Hi, how are you? Good, Joanne. How you doing? Did you have a good day today, Joanne? I did. What's the best thing that happened to you, Joanne, other than calling this show? (laughs) Other than calling the show, not too much. Now you see that, then you had a miserable day. This is the highlight of your day, Joanne. <laughs> are you into racing, Joanne? Am I into what? Are you into uh, speed racing? No. Do you know anybody that's into speed racing? <laughs> no. Looking to get into speed racing. Would you like to get into speed racing? <laughs> Joanne, okay. what's your category, Joanne? Music, Jersey. movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. New Jersey. There he is. Come on. Uh, all right. There's a certain bridge we haven't wait, heard wait, about. They're making me do different questions. Yeah, please. Okay. We don't want to know bored. about volcanoes. But you seem like a nice girl, a friend, person out there. Oh, she is. Thank you. Yeah. So, so yeah. Did you heard about uh, Charles Lindenberg? He's in, he was in New Jersey, a famous Charles Lindbergh. Lindbergh. Everybody, calm down. Lindenberg was his cousin. <laughs> okay, I thought that was his rabbi. I, I just okay. Maybe she didn't hear that one. It was Charles Lindbergh. They named the cheese after him. <laughs> they named the cheese after him. Okay, but he was a uh, he was an aviator at the yes. same time. Very famous guy, famous aviator Charles Lindbergh, lived in what New Jersey town? Okay, is it A, Frenchtown, B, Holtwell, C, Bordentown, D, Branchburg? Oh, gosh. Don't know. Okay, that's not a good name of a town. Take a guess. What were they? Okay. Frenchtown, Holtwell. Bordentown, Branchburg. Which one sounds weird? <laughs> um, I don't know. Try Hopewell. Oh, oh my God, it's a Christmas miracle. 
1-800-283-101.5. We have passes to the New Egypt Speedway. Salute to our Veterans 40 this Saturday. All you got to do is get the very simple trivia question right. We got two open slots. If I were you, this would be the time to call in. We're winding down. We're getting to the end of the hour. We're, we're like, uh, you know, getting ready to go home now. They're emptying the ashtrays, even though nobody smokes. And, uh, you know, they're taking the empties off the table, even though nobody drinks. Uh, it's a, Sinatra is singing. It's a quarter to three. Raymond's going to call back in ten minutes. He's quarter to three. And uh, we're getting ready. So if you wanted to win, this would be the time to call. 1-800-283-101.5. You will get uh, Salute to Our Veterans 40 this Saturday uh, at the New Egypt Speedway. The uh, gates open 4 p.m. The, the grandstands open 5 p.m. And you get all the info you need at NewEgyptSpeedway.net. Andrew is in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Steve and company. Welcome back, Johnny. We missed you last week. Oh, see that? Oh my God, he's you a thought stalker. nobody missed you. <laughs> what a nice man! What are you well, talking about? I was here the I, whole time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was here. I was just in the back room. <laughs> What's your category, Andrew? Steve, I got a Stephen Wright joke for you that I haven't told you in two years. Go ahead. I was on a job interview not long ago, and the job interview went pretty well, and I guess I had the job. When he was done asking questions, he says, do you have any questions for me? I said, yeah, I got a question for you. If I'm traveling in a spaceship at the speed of light and I turn on the lights, does anything happen? He says, you know, I have no idea how to answer your question. I said, fine. I don't want to work for you anyway. All right, Andrew. Uh, do you want a question, Andrew? Yeah, bingo. Uh, what's your category? Music, maestro. Music. Okay, let's go with, uh, here, here we go. Name the famous 70s band formed around Union City. Was it Dr. Hook, Hamilton, Joe, Frank, and the Reynolds? Was it Lobo, or was it Rare Earth? Under pressure. Can I, can I get the choices again? <laughs> sure. Was it Dr. Hook? Was it Hamilton, Joe, Frank, and the Reynolds? Was it Lobo, or was it Rare Earth? I like to win. If I win, I like to donate the, the prizes to the Flemington Fire Department. I'm going to guess Dr. Hook. That's the one. Ah, look at you. Good job. Fire folks, thank you. 15 minutes on New Jersey 101.5. The pressure is on. Trevia. Music. Movies. Television. New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. Justin Gonzalez with the music. Gemini with New Jersey. Uh, Jeffrey Paul with the music and the television. I got New Jersey 101.5. Chris is in Bridgewater. What's up, Chris? What's going on, Steve? How you doing? First cool. Player. Oh, welcome, Chris. This is a big day for you. What's your category? I think I'm going to have to go with New Jersey. All right, Gemini. Hot steaming cup of New Jersey. All right, buddy. Just because you're a newbie, we're going to give you something a little easy, uh, what I think is pretty easy. What city has the largest seaport in the United States? Elizabeth? Atlantic City, Cape May, a Point Pleasant. Elizabeth, Atlantic City, Cape May, Point Pleasant. Go, guy. 
Uh, Think about it. The biggest one. Elizabeth? You're hey, look at this. There we go, there we go, there we go. Rick is in Cherry Hill. What's up, Rick? Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good, buddy, how are you? I'm pretty good. As you remember, probably, I'm kind of an expert on New Jersey, so I just like to go with New Jersey. I got the last two answers right. You did, huh? All right. We got we got the Jersey guy here. I, I, I am, right. I'm very much rooting for you now, okay? Which... Give me uh, the hardest one you got, Gemini, all right? Oh. I, I, the only ones that I... I don't know if they're hard. It's ones I don't know. I didn't live here my whole life, you know? All right, all right let's see if you got this one. Which of these... Because I was curious about this one. Which of these roller coasters is not a wooden coaster? Okay, which one of these roller coasters is not a wooden coaster? Is it Rolling Thunder, Great White, Tushimi, Tushimani, Tushimi, or Skull Mountain? I don't know what Pushamani or whatever that is. No. No, I know everything about New Jersey. <laughs> I was still ruling. I had to give him the ruling roller coaster question. See, you should have given him Beamerville. He would have probably got the Beamerville question. <laughs> Let's go to John in Forkin River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, John. Hey, Steve. How are you, pal? Cool, buddy. What's your category? Um, Gemini. I'm going to work with him soon, so let's uh, let's hear him. Oh, okay. You guys are working together. What, what do you do? I'm a comic like you. Okay. I didn't know that we were working together. I thought maybe... Come on. I got to get out of here. I'm painting my house. I thought maybe he was a painter. Get out of here. He goes. <laughs> Come on. I'm All busy. right. Okay. The first drive-in movie chop. theater opened in 1933 in what city? Come on. The first one. Hoboken, Vinland, Camden. Vineland. Vineland, Camden, or Atlantic City? Camden. Winner! Was it Camden? Yes. Is this, is this John Conti? Camden. Yes, it is. Good job, Johnny. Hold on. All right, let's go to Mark and Marlton. We call him Marlton Mark. Mark, what's your category? I think music. I know nothing about Jersey. So. All right, music. He knows nothing about music. Give it to him. There we go. The Four Seasons <laughs> released an album with their music on one side and another famous band on the other side. Name that other band. Was it Elvis? Was it Jay and the Americans? Was it the Beatles? Or was it the Sex Pistols? Uh, oh, geez. Um, I don't know. Let's go Beatles. Hey! Oh. Look at this! A nice underball pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And now the final one. The final question for the hour goes to Dawn in Long Valley on New Jersey 101.5. What is your category, Dawn? I want an easy one from Gemini, please. An easy one from Gemini. Okay, this is the... <laughs> All right, Gemini. This is the easiest one that we could do okay. right here. Okay. Okay, which of these... Was not done in New Jersey. Not done. Was it the first ferry service ever? The first beer brewery ever? First electric guitar? Or none of the above? Ever. Ever. You know? <laughs> none of the above? You're a winner. All right, guys. Like the lightning round. Justin, where are we going? Oh, well, I'm going to be uh, on the road for a little bit, so check out uh, any of my socials just by searching Justin Gonzalez Tenor.
And Gemini? Hey, I just hope you come on to the site, Gemini Comedy. You need any fundraisers, we've been doing a blast with them. Thank you, Steve, for helping us out. Got it, pal. Jeffrey Paul. I forgot where I am this week. Where are you this week? I forgot, but um, on June 3rd, I'll be at the Crazy Country Club. All right, the Crazy Country Club. In the meantime, in between time, remember one thing, please. This has been the Steve Travely Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.